Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode four of my podcast series, A Happier Life, with me, your host, Tayab. My mission is to help as many people as possible live a happier life. So if you don't already, please follow and subscribe to this podcast. Find me on Instagram and let your friends and family know about this so my work can reach as many people as possible. The topic for today is understanding the difficulties in taking part in conversations where people hold very, very strong opinions which are different to your own and how we can overcome that challenge. This topic relates to building relationships and self-awareness. There's going to be four sections to the show. The first being why it's an important topic towards living a happier life. It's all about building relationships. The second is why this can affect us so deeply. I'm going to look at a theory by Sigmund Freud, and this is going to link to self-awareness. Third, what can you do to build stronger points so that your arguments and opinions carry more weight? And then lastly, what can we all do to resolve these situations and move forward in a much more productive manner and a positive manner. So without any further ado, let's begin. Firstly, why is this an important topic towards living a happier life? Well, as humans, we need social interactions and a strong network of people around us to really feel the best that we can. Those people can be family, friends, partner, work colleagues and so on. That circle of people gives us support, encouragement, criticism where needed, someone to turn to, someone to talk to, people we can count on. And when you are part of that circle, you can also offer those things to others. And this is why it's important to cultivate strong, positive relationships and build that good support network around you. Without this, we can experience loneliness, isolation, we can feel unwanted. These are not positive feelings that make us feel good. But Getting into arguments with people or not talking to people or just cutting people out altogether is something that really impacts the quality of the relationships that we hold. And opposing ideals, opposing thoughts, opposing opinions is one way that these relationships can really suffer, which is why this is a very important topic, in my opinion. Over the years, We've seen extreme points of view from all sides on a global level, as if you can only hold one of two opinions, as if everything is black or white, up and down, left and right, right and wrong, whether it's climate change, immigration, Brexit, the royal family, coronavirus, vaccines, treatment of women, politics, Donald Trump, These things have caused a lot of division. And you may even know people 
who you now view in a negative light because of their thoughts on these issues. This then affects the relationships that we have with them. Why do these differences of opinion and debate get us so worked up, so frustrated, so angry? Why can they affect our personal relationships so much? Well, let me start by telling you about a theory by Sigmund Freud. And this is going to bring into play self-awareness and emotional intelligence. Sigmund Freud was a German neurologist and he was one of the pioneers of modern day psychiatry. He proposed a concept of the id, ego and superego. And I'm going to quickly go through it now, but if you do want to know more, I highly encourage you to do your own research as it is a very interesting topic. Id, ego and superego. These are three individual layers that stack up on top of each other. Think of it a bit like a sandwich. The bottom layer, or that bottom piece of bread, is your id. Here, you have some of your most basic instincts, basic thoughts, actions and desires. And these are on an unconscious level. So you won't realize that you're doing a certain thing or thinking a particular thought. It just happens. The top layer, that top piece of bread, is the superego. And this is where your self-awareness comes into play. Your superego is essentially your morals, your ethics, your values. And they have built up over the years and they've made up your ideal self, the idealistic and best version of you. And this is something that you are consciously aware of. In the middle of the sandwich, so that middle layer, you'd have the filling. And that is the ego. The ego is a blend of the previous two, your id and superego. And what happens is your id is influenced by your superego creating your ego, this middle layer, and it's your ego that allows you to go about your day-to-day life trying to get as close to your ideal self as possible. We must remember that your id is very powerful and in tough, challenging or surprising times, we can revert back to it without even realizing. So let's go back to the topics of conversation that can challenge us and strain relationships with people. The ideas that are being contested or criticized in those conversations are often in line with our ideal self and our ideal view of the world. So in those topics, a part of us might be within them. So here is where the emotional intelligence comes into play. Because if we are feeling attacked or challenged, 
And this is going to affect us deeply. And without realizing, we can revert back to our id. And those basic instincts of survival, self-preservation, they kick in. We want to defend ourselves. We become argumentative, more emotional, more confrontational. We sometimes don't even realize that we're doing it. It's only when we look back on a particular event or conversation that we realize that we acted in such a way. These confrontations aren't productive or beneficial and a shouting match doesn't achieve anything. So what can you do to strengthen your ideas for debate? There's four things. Number one, remember that everybody can have an opinion. Number two, what makes your opinion true? Why are you right and others wrong? In the situation you're discussing, is there even a right or wrong answer? Number three, facts, figures and evidence. These strengthen any point of view. Do your research, not to prove someone wrong, but to help educate them. Help them see another point of view that's based in research and fact, not just your opinion. And number four, listen. Remember that just as whoever you're talking to needs to be open to receive and process new information, you need to do the same. Maybe the way that they see things is based from their own research, their own memories, their own emotions, their own fears. Just as you believe something to be completely right, well, maybe they believe that they are completely right. Listening is the key. You might learn why they hold that view and you might be able to unlock it. In this final section, let's look at what we can do to move forward from these situations in a positive and more productive way. Sometimes, You just have to agree to disagree. That's it. That relationship may mean enough to you that you can ignore or overlook that one issue and move on. You aren't going to convince them and they aren't going to convince you. But you staying cool, calm, pleasant might mean that you are able to influence them even if it's by a small amount, and in time, that might be the seed of change. Lastly, ask yourself the question, what is a greater use of your time? Angry conversations or debates trying to change people's opinions? Or finding allies, finding people who do agree with you, people that want to work alongside you to create that change. That might mean that you form a stronger relationship with someone that you know. Or it might even be a new friend or new group of friends.
thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you found this episode enjoyable. If you think it could be of benefit to someone else, please link them to it or share it on your own social media platforms. Thank you for listening again, and I'll see you on the next show.